0: Welcome to episode 231 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, Fox Sports goes video only content on their website, ending written content. Um, My
1: thoughts about Fox going, Fox Sports going video only on their website is This is what you and I have been talking about forever, Rob. Like, video is the way people consume media today. Like, video is now. Video will be tomorrow. Video will be next year. People, yeah, is reading gonna go away? No, but are more people spending more time reading written blog posts or are they spending more time watching videos? It's videos and it's podcasts, right? People want to be able to be given the information, right, by watching, by listening, not by sitting there and reading. Again, it's not going away entirely, but like you always talk about, dude, where is the attention? Attention is video. Facebook is video. Snapchat is video. Instagram is video. Like, that's it i mean cisco I, I think i think i have a stat somewhere that cisco recently did a study and said that by 2019 or 2020 i think it is it's like 80 something percent of all of the internet traffic in the world will be video like dude it's not going away so i actually give some level of kudos to fox sports for going all video but i also think it's a little bit extreme because what about the people that do want to read like what what if i just want to read a a highlight and I don't want to watch a video, I don't think you can have one or the other, I do think you need to be mostly video with some written content when it makes sense, or maybe there's recaps in the video, I'm not sure, but I think it's a, I think it's not, I don't even know if it's a smart move, because we can talk about the whole website thing in a second, I think it's just a sign of the times that really proves, dude, video's it, like if you're not doing video at scale, you're gonna be caught behind, So, Brian,
0: is this about attention or dollars? Because I think this is about dollars.
1: Well, I'm sure there's some of that, but here's the challenge. Dude, is it it less expensive to write something or to make a video? Way more expensive to do videos that are quality, right? Like, you can get shitty stock photos and get some people to pump out, like, highlight reels from what was already on broadcast But does anyone going to go to FoxSports.com to watch highlight reels of crap that they already saw? Nope. So if you're not making it original content, you're also going to lose, right? So if it's a money thing and you're not going to get anything original from Fox Sports, dude, they're done. Like, just write them off now. Like, see you later. That company's gone. But if it's original new content, then it can't be a money thing because it's way more expensive to produce original video than it is to write
0: posts. I'm not worried about production costs. I'm worried about, pre-roll versus banner versus how they're going to be monetizing because when I went to foxsports.com today there's nothing but videos there and before I went there I thought to myself all right is this going to be a good user experience and there is one thing that if they do it will instantly be the worst user experience ever know and you saying. know what that is I know it a pre-roll video before every <sighs> single one of those videos on their website mm. and I clicked on five straight videos and guess what A lot of them, all of them had pre-roll videos. The very first one, 30 seconds. Next one, 20 seconds. And I was like, are you kidding me? You're telling me that we're going to go to foxsports.com and the very first thing that we see are 20-second pre-roll ads? No No, no, thank you. And then on top of that, they're only promoting their own Fox Sports content. So the ESPN model of... We're the worldwide leader in sports, so you're going to see something about Gordon Hayward going to the Celtics in the MLB All-Star game. That's gone. On the front page of Fox Sports right now, Colin Cowherd saying Boston gave up too much to get Gordon Hayward, and throwing all this together in one model, and I was like, barf, I do not like this one bit. Mm. I think that websites are completely devalued. I see zero reason to go to foxsports.com now, especially because if you go to their Facebook page, which I did, their videos do not have pre-roll before them.
1: Well, that's it, right? Like, so, look, yeah, I agree. Like, the pre-roll on a video is dumb. It's like the gatekeeper, unless it is something insanely valuable, that I'm willing to sit through for it, it, Like, dude, you skip off. I, I will literally see stuff where I'm like semi-interested, right? And I'm sure every listener does the same thing where you're like, ah, yeah, I'm, okay. What is this little video thing that I saw? Let me check it out. And you click and pre-roll starts and you're like, it is not, I'm not that interested. Click by, right? And so unless it's something that is really valuable, you're like, well, I, did, I need to see this highlight. I need to see this video or the show. Okay. That could still work, but for everything else where people are only kind of interested or poking around dude they're not gonna watch any of that other stuff right so they either need to figure out how to reintegrate video ads or advertising or sponsored by or whatever into the content itself so it's not taking you out of it especially right off the bat um, it, 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 like the, look the digital the, <laughs> the digital model is broken unless you're really looking at like good integrated content social media like and that's the thing too you said it why am i gonna go to Sparksports.com when i can see it on facebook or espn's you know twitter or whatever why am i gonna go to your website like nobody like website is like the it's like yeah of course you have a website and you need to have stuff there it's more of like the portfolio of, of like what you do it's not like ooh, let me go and poke around on this website all day people are doing that on social Like, that's where the content lives now. That's on social.
0: So, Brian, when I look at ESPN and Fox Sports in these major sports media companies, I always think about our conversation with Erica Nardini, uh, CEO of Barstool Sports. And I believe within two years barstool sports is going to be the largest sports media company out there and sure espn and these other companies are going to have the broadcast rights to things but if fox sports going all video with what they're doing is a sign of who's going to win the digital right now barstool is crushing digital because they've found a way to take sports and have personalities and build audiences and then they take barstool and then they create these sub audiences barstool heartland barstool golf all of these different things and barstool gets what all these other sports media companies don't that Barstool also has written content in video content and you feel like it's part of them when I go to foxsports.com there is zero on that website that relates to me one bit
1: yeah it's like it's generic versus hey we really actually understand you as a sports fan or as a consumer and so we're going to give you your little niche and package that you want which is what Barstool is doing versus what the bigger players are doing because it's the game they've always played which is we just need to do it at mass at scale just throw stuff out there and that's what they're doing but That game doesn't work and the time is running out for how long that's sustainable.
0: So, Brian, another thing that I thought when I saw that they went video only, and this comes from me being a writer for the last 20 plus years of my life, is... There's a certain romanticism that I have with writing, and sometimes when everything goes so video-heavy, that could there be value in written content? Knowing that so many brands are going so video-focused.
1: Yeah, look, I, I I I am a proponent of most of your stuff should probably be video, right? Like I think that is absolutely true, but. I want to still see every once in a while, like if if there's something, if there's a highlight or give me a recap or like if there's something that's maybe like show me a video and then I can go deeper down the rabbit hole, you know, with more context into the written word. I, I think there is value there. It just can't be all written word because nobody is is reading all of that content anymore, one. But two, I, I like I said, I don't think it can just be video either. I think it needs to be a balance of both. But you know, if I give it a percentage, maybe the 80-20 rule, 80% video, 20% written word or, or whatever, some relative mix like that where it's heavily weighted towards video is the way, right? But to totally throw out written word is kind of bizarre because, again, sometimes you can't, I don't, you know, you're, you're in a place where I can't listen to audio and I don't want to read subtitles. And I can just scroll real quick on my phone and read the top couple of paragraphs and get, understand what it was that I wanted uh, to, you know, to know, right? Like it's not always convenient to watch video.
0: So especially when there's a pre-roll ad before that, where if you're just reading an article, boom, I'm going to zoom through there. So Brian, what is the viability of of a sports media company saying we're going to provide for one topic specifically so let's say it's gordon hayward goes to the boston celtics here's the video of colin cowherd doing it here's the written article about it here's the podcast about it and by the way here's our facebook or twitter or instagram social feed to tie in the engagement and doing a complete all-encompassing multi-channel piece of content so that no matter where you're at you're able to have attention there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think in a perfect world, like, of course, but I don't think it's a perfect world because if you did that for everything that you were covering and every piece of content, like, the scale is just, it's it's insane to do something like that for everything. So what I think it is is going, okay, what is our number one channel for content for, like, whatever, right? So is it video? Okay, we're leading with video first. And you put it out on social. And you go, oh, people are very interested in this, right? Like it's hitting a little bit. Great. Let's roll out the written article on top of that to support it, you know, 30 minutes later because it showed promise. Wow, people really picking up on that and they're sharing it? Great. You know what? Tomorrow let's also incorporate that same topic into our podcast. And, like, that's the way I I, I believe of, like, almost real-time optimization of content and marketing that's required because otherwise, if you just throw everything at the wall, yes, some people might consume some of it better, you know, more than other ways, but you're still spending a mass amount of resources to maybe, you know, you you know what I'm saying, right? Like a piece of content might not hit on any of those channels. So why not take the main way to disseminate that information throw it out there and in near real time like monitoring like how well it's doing comparatively to other stuff that you're doing and if it starts to really take off then you roll out in very short order it has to be fast the rest of that content then it saves you from always having to do it but simultaneously it allows you if it is something that people are interested in to scale it out across every single platform. I think that's the way, and it's a balance, right? But like, I think that's the way that you create success without having to do 55 things for every single piece of
0: content. All right, Brian, time to get to our takeaways, and I've got a good one and a bad one. Good one. I like that Fox went so heavy on video. When you and I were talking at Digimarcon on our panel, we said, show of hands, how many of you in the room of the 200 people are doing video? There was like four hands that went up. If you're listening to this and you or your brand are not doing video, you need to get on it immediately. On the flip side, my bad takeaway. Fox Sports completely ignored user experience. I go to their website, click on a video, and the first thing I see is a pre-roll ad. I can guarantee you I will never go back to Fox Sports ever again. What's your takeaway?
1: My takeaway is absolutely lead with video, right? More video for everything that you're doing. If you are a content or a media organization, yes, you need to start shifting over to the vast majority of your content needs to be video based. If you are a brand um, or a marketer, you also need to be shifting the vast majority of your communication over to video, right? Like that is how people are consuming, end of story. But. Like we kind of talked about before, I think the omni-channel, as as people like to call it, approach where you're hitting every single possible channel, written word, audio, video, et cetera, Right. You do the video first, if that makes sense, and then you monitor and it's got to be fast. You scale it out when you get something that hits. Like if you and I do an audio show uh, or this podcast and it blows up and people are sharing it all over the place, that's our sign to immediately write a post about it. Put that on LinkedIn. Share it over here. Do a cut down version, right? Do a subtitled version for Facebook. Like that's what we would do and that's what we should do. And I know it's not always possible depending on your scale, but... Thinking in that manner is how you will succeed as the market changes and it shifts more towards video. But obviously, all the rest of the channels aren't going away either. <laughs>